Hello and welcome to Bible Podlets. I'm Philip. And I'm Holly. We're so happy you've joined us. Bible Podlets is a Bible study and discussion podcast for all ages. We encourage you to listen together, children with parents or children's workers, and to pause the episode if you can and talk about the stories and the questions that will come up. You know, I can get distracted quite easily. What about you, Holly? What was that, Philip? I was just looking out the window. (laughs) Well, I guess you do as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've come up with a game um, to test how good you are at keeping focused. Now, would you like to play it? I'd love to play. It might be difficult. Well, it might be based on what we've just said. (laughs) what we just said (laughs) the game is called distractions but all you need to do is without looking at your watch or clock or your phone or anything like that any timekeeping device you have to guess when 60 seconds has gone and when you think 60 seconds has gone you shout time and we will see how close you are to 60 seconds sounds easy right Yes, yeah, so I've just got to count to 60. You've got to count to 60. Okay. Well, to make it more difficult, I'm going to try and distract you by speaking. And I'm also going to keep an eye on the time to see when you stop. Uh, and for you listening along at home or wherever you may be, um, maybe your adult can time you and you can play along. Right. Okay. Are you ready, Holly? I think I'm ready. Okay, let me get my timer up. (laughs) Tell me when to start. Okay. We're starting in three, two, one. Go. Right. Um, I've got some jokes for you. What's the dog's favourite pizza? Pepperoni. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. And what do you call a dog magician? (laughs) <laughs> a labracadabrador. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> seven, seven. <laughs> oh, I've no idea what I'm up to. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just have to guess. Don't you? What do you call a man with a wig on his head? With a what on his head? A wig. I don't know. Aaron. <laughs> what do you call a man with an elephant on his head? Uh, I don't know. An ambulance. <laughs> Okay. Because, you know, it's heavy. <laughs> I've got, you got me a book for Christmas. I'll read some misheard lyrics from it. Um, uh, too shy, shy, long conk gabby eye. Time. <laughs> Time. Okay. Was I anywhere near? Right. Okay. I wonder how well you did at home. How distracting was that for you? It was very distracting. I had very no idea what number I was <laughs> Well, you came in at 65 seconds. Oh, so what are you a little bit over? So uh, that's pretty good, <laughs> I would say. Not bad at all. <laughs> I think you've done a very good job there. And I wonder how you did at home, because... Uh, there were some very funny jokes that I found. <laughs> the best ones of, of your repertoire? Uh, not quite the best ones, just ones in a book that I found. <laughs> I, got, I get given loads of random books for Christmas. They've got silly <laughs> jokes and things in, so... Must be something to do with your personality, Philip. 
<laughs> possibly. <laughs> well, it's re- really easy to get distracted nowadays, isn't it? Yes, it is. And our story today has a big distraction in it too. It does. So let's find out what happens as we listen to our new story for today. hot on the heels of Jesus and his disciples to see what they do next. I'm out of breath because I'm, I'm trying to run to the shore. I believe that they have just hit the shore after healing a man filled with evil spirits and, and making a herd of pig jump off a cliff in the garrisons. I can see it. there's already a large crowd here to welcome him. Oh gosh, come on, let's, let's try and see what's going on. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me please. Oh gosh, you are so wet. Oh, excuse me. Oh, it's very crowded here. There are people everywhere trying to get close to Jesus. I am struggling to see what's going on. Let me just get a bit of a higher view. Let's see if I can get higher. I've got it. Oh, wait. There's Jairus, the local synagogue leader, and he is pushing through the crowd. I can see him. I can say, excuse me, mind your head. I can see him. Get try. He's trying to get to Jesus. He's try- Will you just bob? down he's trying to get to jesus let's try and get in and see what he has to say jesus jesus please help me my little daughter is dying please could you come and put your hands on her so that she'll be healed and live please jesus what a revelation here the crowd are shocked i mean that was an audible gasp and it looks like yes yes jesus has agreed it looks like jesus has definitely agreed to go with jairus to heal his daughter and uh, well they're they're walking off together anyway and uh, oh my goodness me the whole crowd is coming along walking through the town this is quite a sight that i mean there's hardly any space to move though i'm kind of having to move with everybody uh, i need to get out of this crowd and uh, get ahead oh gosh right so i've i managed to get out of the crowd for now but for some reason they've they've stopped and I just can't quite pick up what's happening. I'll just see if I can overhear from the crowd. Okay, so the chattering amongst the crowd is that Jesus is, is asking who's touched him. Uh, which is just weird because it's absolutely... I cannot explain how packed it is. This is so many people. And everyone's pretty much touching him. So, um, but everyone's everyone's gone a little bit quiet because Jesus is very kind of wants to know. So... A woman has actually just just stepped forward to Jesus now and uh, she's just told him that she's been bleeding for a long time and if she touched Jesus' cloak, she would be healed. The tension here is incredible. People are just so anxious for Jesus to get to Jairus' daughter. Um, But this meeting with this woman is incredible. Um, Wow, Jesus has just said that her faith has made her well again. And uh, so on the way to help Jairus' daughter, Jesus just stopped to heal someone else. This is mind-blowing. Oh, there, there seems to be somebody coming up to Jairus and Jesus. Is it someone from Jairus? Is it somebody from Jairus' house? That's... Oh. Um, <clears throat> they've just said that Jairus' daughter has died and, and Jesus doesn't need to come anymore. Oh, but for some reason, Jesus Jesus isn't sad. He just said, don't be afraid, just believe. Well, that's, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that is little comfort when his daughter just passed away. Don't be afraid and just believe. What on earth? They are still heading to the house. Well, this is an interesting turn of events. Even though, even though the crowd... I, I, can you now hear them? Everybody's got back chatting again. This is just absolutely insane. This extraordinary event just keeps getting more and more extraordinary. The crowd are back to moving. Everyone's heading to the house and... um. We've got to go. We've got to go. I will uh, try and get a little bit further and I'll catch up with you in a minute. <sighs> right, okay, so uh, I've, uh, I've arrived at the house now. People clearly upset. There's lots of crying going on the, the fact that Jairus, the loss of Jairus' daughter. But um, Jesus is in the house. Um, we don't really know what's going on there. We can't quite get in there to find out just yet. But, um, oh, there's movement. There's movement. People, people are coming out of the house and... They're laughing. I'm sorry, I have to go talk to one of these people. Let's find out what happened. Why are they laughing? Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes, you there. Hi. 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 I'm Holly. I'm with the news. I mean, Jairus' daughter has just died. Why on earth are you laughing? Oh, that. We're not laughing because of the girl. We're laughing because Jesus said she's just sleeping. Does he think we're stupid? We know when someone is dead. Right, wow, wow, that is a bold claim from uh, Jesus indeed. Um, there's more movement, I'm done with you now. There's more movement, there's movement inside the house, uh, there's more people coming out, and but they also are not, they're not sad. Oh my goodness, this is, it's Jairus's daughter. She's stood at the door, she's alive and well. Let's go see if we can go and speak with her now. Oh my love, my absolute love, how are you feeling? We were all very worried about you. A little hungry, but other than that, I'm okay. I felt poorly in the morning, but now I've had a nap. I feel great. Well, <laughs> there you have it. Jesus has healed two people today, not long after landing back in Galilee. The people here are astonished, and quite frankly, so am I. Uh, at what that we've witnessed today and Jairus and his family they quite obviously are very thankful to Jesus for all he's done wow I've been holly than thou and uh, well I'll be seeing you next time folks well an exciting and action-packed story there we're going to talk together about what we've heard and I'm going to ask you some questions and we'd encourage you to pause the podcast if you can and talk about them together. In our story today, Jesus and his disciples had just got back from healing a man in the Gerasenes on the other side of the lake. You can hear about that in our very first episode of Bible Padlets. When Jesus arrives, he is greeted by a very large crowd of people. We heard in our story that one of the people who Jesus met by the lake was called Jairus. We've come to our first question for today. Who was Jairus and why did he ask Jesus for help? The question again, who was Jairus and why did he ask Jesus for help? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to carry on. Jairus was a very important local leader. In fact, he was a leader of the synagogue, one of the places where Jewish people went to worship God. Jairus went to Jesus because his daughter was dying 
and he wanted Jesus to come and heal her. And Jesus said yes. He would go to Jairus' house and heal his daughter. But whilst they were on their way, Jesus stopped because something happened. We've come to our second question. What stopped Jesus on his way to Jairus' house? The question again. What stopped Jesus on his way to Jairus' house? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to continue. Jesus stopped because he healed someone else. That's right. There was a woman in the crowd who had been unwell and had been bleeding for many years and no doctor had managed to make her better. So she thought to herself that if she could just touch Jesus' cloak, then she would be healed. So that's what she did. Jesus knew that someone had touched him with faith and he stopped to talk to the woman. She explained what she had done and Jesus agreed that she had now been healed because she believed in him. But Jairus, who still wanted Jesus to hurry to his house, was waiting there while Jesus and the woman were talking. We've come to our next question. What would Jairus be feeling when Jesus stopped to help someone else? The question again, what would Jairus be feeling when Jesus stopped to help someone else? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. He may have been feeling frustrated or maybe even angry at Jesus for stopping because he came to Jesus first and his daughter was so poorly and there wasn't much time. Or he may have felt worried for his daughter and perhaps anxious to get home again. Whatever he was feeling, he most probably wanted to get going as soon as possible because he loved his daughter and wanted her to be well again. After Jesus had finished talking to the woman, some people from Jairus' house came up to them. We've arrived at our next question. What news did Jairus and Jesus get and how would Jairus have felt about it? The question again, what news did Jairus and Jesus get and how would Jairus have felt about it? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together. Then press play when you're ready to continue. The news they got was that Jairus's daughter had died and that Jesus didn't need to come anymore. It's heartbreaking for someone to lose a loved one. So Jairus must have been really sad and disappointed that they couldn't get back in time. But Jesus said to Jairus, don't be afraid, just believe. And they carried on traveling to his house. When they reached the house, the family and friends of Jairus and his daughter were crying and very upset. But Jesus said to them that Jairus's daughter wasn't dead. She was just sleeping. We've come to our last question for today. What did the people do when they heard what Jesus said? The question again, what did the people do when they heard what Jesus said? Please pause the podcast and talk about this together and then press play when you're ready to carry on. Well, the people couldn't believe what Jesus had said to them and they started laughing. But Jesus didn't let the crowd distract him. He went inside with Jairus, his wife, and a couple of his disciples. He took the girl's hand and said, Little girl, I say to you, get up. And she got up straight away and was walking around. Everyone was completely amazed at what Jesus had done. I know I would be. 
We see in this story that Jairus wanted Jesus to come with him straight away, but he needed to be patient and believe that Jesus would do what he said he would do to heal his daughter. And we also saw that some people didn't believe in Jesus' power and didn't believe he could answer their prayers and help them. But Jairus did have faith in Jesus and his prayers were answered, but not in the way that he expected them to be answered. It took a little extra time. And it's the same for us. Sometimes we can pray for things and nothing seems to be happening straight away. But God hears every one of our prayers, including yours too, and he will answer us. It just may not be in the way we are expecting it to happen. Have you asked Jesus for something, but it hasn't happened yet? If so, remember what Jesus said to Jairus in our story. Don't be afraid, just believe that Jesus will answer you. And if you're not sure how to do that, then ask your adult to help you. The Bible tells us lots of times not to be afraid. And yet there are lots of things in life that people are fearful of. Some of these fears are called phobias, which is a really extreme sense of fear for something. Have you got any phobias, Philip? Well, I don't know if it's a phobia, but I'm, I really don't like large bodies of water, like swimming pools, lakes, the ocean, that kind of thing. And I'm so scared of them that I haven't learned to swim. Okay, well, that sounds like a phobia. Yeah. <laughs> different phobias have different names. For example, a fear of spiders is called arachnophobia. So how about for a bit of fun today, I'm going to say the names of some phobias and you have to guess what the fear relates to. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Right. Um, and if you're listening at, uh, at home or wherever you are, you can join in with this uh, as well. So some of them you might have heard of. So this first one is claustrophobia. Ah, yes, claustrophobia is um, it's the fear of being in a small space, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, fear of small spaces. So the next one is aquaphobia aqua is is that what i describe yeah. the fear of water <laughs> yeah fear of there water we go. i've got a name for it now yeah. right the next one is globophobia is that a fear of globes nearly um it's a fear of something that's kind of globe shaped oh is it just fear of round objects <laughs> it's actually a fear of balloons balloons yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, maybe some people don't like them popping or like the the kind of rubber that they're made out of. I don't know. Right, this is a good one. How about coastophobia? Coastophobia. Yeah. Well, it sounds like someone might be afraid of the coastline, like beaches oh. and things like that. No, it's actually a fear of roller coasters. Oh, roller coaster! Yeah. Ah, right. I see. <laughs> Well, some of those are really, really tricky. Um, but it's so good that we have a God that tells us there's no need to be afraid. Yeah, it is. And how did you get on with guesting the phobias at home? And how well did you do uh, at our distractions game earlier in the episode? You can tell us via our social media accounts. We are on Facebook at BGBE Updates and on Twitter and Instagram at BDBV. And you can find more episodes of Bible Podlets and free discussion notes for each episode to use in children's group at church 
on our website at bdeducation.org.uk. But that's all from us for this episode. But we hope to see you again next time. Bye. Bible Podlets was a Blackburn Diocese Board of Education production. It was written by David Harris and Sarah Earnshaw and edited and produced by David Harris. Bible Podlets is a free resource. For more resources, visit bdeducation.org.uk.